Well, hello and welcome to Faith Life 365. This is episode number 46, and uh, my name is Tim Hardison. Hey, if you've missed past episodes, uh, please go back and get caught up with us and uh, uh, help helps the topic uh, make, make a little better sense, uh, if, at least if you catch up on the topic that we're on, which is uh, religion or word of God. And uh, so now in this episode, uh, we're going to continue talking about the topic of religion or word of God. And uh, let's uh, say a prayer now and get started. Father God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. I just thank you, Father. Lord, we praise you and, and thank you for your many blessings that you have uh, given us throughout uh, the days, Father. We thank you for your word. We pray now, Lord God, that you will open our eyes that we may see, that you will open our ears that we may hear. Father, renew our minds. Give us knowledge. Give us wisdom and understanding. Grow our faith now as we hear and study your word. Amen and amen. All right. <clears throat> now, for the first 22 episodes of Faith Life 365, uh, we're dealing directly with faith. And I defined at length the English and Greek words for faith, substance, and evidence. And yet, I, I missed a very important part of gaining a better understanding of faith, at least, at least for me. And the Holy Spirit recently showed me that one of the keys to better understanding faith lies in two words that I kind of just glossed over. Uh, now, I'm not going to repeat of the first one or two episodes where I read some definitions to you repeatedly uh, over and over again, but, but these two words are also found in Hebrews uh, chapter 1, verse 1, and these words are things and hope or hoped for. I mean, it's, it's easy to become focused uh, on, on what we know to be major words of great importance and miss the profound meaning of other words that are just as important, if not more so. And so I am going to recap Hebrews 1, 1, King James. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, what things are we hoping for? See, faith is the substance of the things that we are hoping for. Faith is the evidence of the things we are hoping for that are not yet seen. Now, how do we hope for something? I mean, in order to hope for something, we have to define and visualize the thing that we are hoping for. So, let's say I want to build a retaining wall in my backyard. Now, a retaining wall is the thing that I'm hoping for and that I have need of. But in order to actually build a retaining wall, I have to know the necessary structural requirements for the wall in order for it to retain the dirt or whatever I'm wanting to retain behind the wall. I also have to use my imagination. I have to visualize the retaining wall that I want. So do I want to place forms and pour a concrete wall? Do I want to use stackable interlocking blocks? Now, if so, do I want big blocks or little blocks? Uh, do I want to use wood uh, like railroad ties? Or, or do I want to use regular concrete block or split face block uh, filled with concrete and rebar maybe? Uh, and so on. Now, once I decide and I visualize this, then I have to 
further visualize the color of the wall and all the other specifics of this wall. How tall, how long, how wide. Will it have decorative features and so on. Now all of these things make up the substance of the wall that I'm hoping for. So let's say I'm going to use split face block and fill the holes with rebar and concrete. Now, once I have this wall visualized in my imagination, I can put it on paper and I, I can begin researching and obtaining the substances that are needed to build the wall and bring it into existence. So once I have all these materials together, I now have the substance and I can see the evidence of the retaining wall that I visualized in my imagination coming to pass. But I still don't have a retaining wall. I have the substance to build the wall. I have the evidence that the wall will become a reality. I have the imagination and the hope, in other words. I, I mean, I have faith to have a retaining wall. But all of that in and by itself doesn't make the thing or the wall a reality. I now have to have works. And, and this is another process. I have to apply the rules and physical laws of building the retaining wall. I have to mix the sand, the mortar, and the water in the proper amounts to make a strong mortar to hold the blocks together. I then have to lay the block and check for level and plumb and straightness and if, if I leave out one of the ingredients in the mortar mixer I put in too much or too little of one or more of the ingredients the mortar mix will most likely fail and the wall will not stand so I have just briefly described a process for obtaining a retaining wall in the physical or carnal realm something that we can see hear touch smell or taste now See, I believe this is a good analogy of what we need to do in order to apply uh, our biblical faith. We, we have to first apply our faith in the spiritual realm in order to see it manifest in our physical realm. So how do we do this? Uh, we, we have to start by identifying the thing uh, that we're hoping for, that we're standing in faith to receive. So when we hope for something, it's, it's something that we desire in our heart. It's something that, that we're seeking after. It's not just something that we glanced at on the shelf or, or maybe on the internet or something. It's something that we are hoping for. We're, we, we have a desire, right? We have it in our heart. And that's what the thing is. That's what the substance of our faith is. So as an example, let's, let's use one of the things that people often stand in faith for, or, or at least try to stand in faith for, and that's healing. Um, so the thing we are hoping for is healing. So just as in building a wall, we, we'll have to use our imagination we, and visualize the thing that we're hoping for. Well, healing is a very broad thing. It's just like starting out saying, I want a retaining wall. Well, what kind of healing is needed? I need healing of cancer. Okay, what kind of cancer? Uh, so now for this example, we're going to use adenocarcinoma. Well, where is the adenocarcinoma? Adenocarcinoma of the lung. So we now have specified that the thing we are hoping for healing of 
is adenocarcinoma of the lung. <clears throat> now, this is just like the example that I used above, where we determined that we wanted a retaining wall built of split face block filled with rebar and concrete. Now, in this case, what is our actual faith? If faith is the substance of healing, what is the substance that is our faith? Well, the substance of our faith is the Word of God. And our faith is in the Word of God, but we can't just stop with saying the substance is the Word of God. We have to know specifically what the Word of God says in order to believe and have faith in it. So we must search the Word of God and learn what it says about healing. Now, I'm not going to get in all the scriptures. We're going to say Isaiah 53, 5, the King James Version. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. 1 Peter 2, 24, King James, it says, Who his own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. So the Word of God says that by Jesus' stripes, his wounds, we were healed in the Old Testament before Jesus came to earth as a man. The Word of God, through the prophet Isaiah, says that we are healed by Jesus' stripes using a future tense. Now in the New Testament, after Jesus bore the stripes and died for us, the Word says that we were healed using the past tense. That means in the present tense, which is always now, we've already been healed. Right? So when have we been healed? Now. So some may say, but the doctor says, I have adenocarcinoma of the lung. Yes, but the Word of God says, you have already been healed. Now I understand that for some, this is a lot to wrap your head around, but this is truth from the Word of God. This is what the Word of God tells us. So in order to apply our faith and attain our healing, we must gather our substances, which are the evidence of our healing or our faith. And we must visualize the substance and our healing in our imagination. The Word of God says you have already been healed, and that is a substance of your faith and your healing. Using our imagination to visualize our healing or whatever it is we're standing in faith for is of utmost importance. We have to be able to see in the Spirit. Just like building the retaining wall, we have to see the picture of what we want in detail in order to have the wall we want and need. In this example of adenocarcinoma of the lung, what do we want to visualize in our imagination? Well, we want to visualize a healthy, normal lung. I mean, if you need help with your imagination, get a photograph or an MRI image of a healthy lung. Use that to visualize your healthy lung. Imagine and visualize that is what your healed lung looks like. <clears throat> now, maybe the doctors have shown you an image of the adenocarcinoma in your lung. Visualize that gone from your lung. Visualize your lung clean, clear, healthy, and healed. Mark 11, 22, verses 22 through 25 of the King James Version, it says, And Jesus answering saith unto them have faith in god for verily i say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith therefore i say unto you what things soever you desire when you pray believe that you receive them and ye shall have them and when you stand praying forgive if you have aught against any that your father uh 
also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses, but if you do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. See, another substance of our faith and healing is our spoken word. We must physically speak to our mountain and say, be removed. The word of God tells us uh, the other ingredients of this substance in order for it to come to pass is that we shall not doubt in our heart, but that we shall believe what we say. The word goes on to say, if we have anything against anyone, we must forgive so that our Father in heaven may forgive us. These are laws governing faith. It's just like mixing the sand and the mortar and the water. You, if you leave out an ingredient, the wall will not stand. If you have doubt in your heart, your faith cannot stand. If you, if you have unforgiveness in your heart, your faith cannot stand. If you, if you have fear in your heart, your faith cannot stand. See, fear is the opposite of faith. Fear is the biggest thief of faith. The Word tells us to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, yet it seems that many uh, even fear this Scripture because they fear that if, if they present themselves a living sacrifice, they'll have to give up the worldly things that they love or, or lust after in the flesh. But let's assume that we have all of the substances in place. We've imagined our healing, and we, we have all of the substances that make our faith, so uh, we, we have the evidence of our healing, but we still aren't healed. Well, why is that? Why are we not yet healed? Now, I'm going to leave you with that question, and that's going to be all for this episode, but I, I want you to join me now in episode number 47 as we're going to continue right here where we're leaving off on this topic of religion and the Word of God and why we've not been healed yet, uh, even though we have all of our substances in place. And uh, I want to thank you for listening. May God bless you and keep you today and every day as we grow in faith and live the faith life 365 days per year.